This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, it's uh, as usual a very warm welcome to the Kerry Dixon show, uh, starring the uh, the one and only Kerry Dixon. How are you, my friend? I'm fine, thank right? you, Dave. Good week. Um, yeah, not bad. It's uh, it's okay. Nothing spectacular. Um, it's um, been steady. Looking forward to the weekend again. Um, football's been interesting. European stuff. Um, Chelsea, of course, having a rest, but uh, the rest of the European mm. stuff been good. I have to say, Manchester City produced the classic. Um, with Monaco and uh, the rest of the English teams or whatever uh, producing good results so you know it's been interesting but uh, long may hopefully will continue next year for uh, the English clubs with Chelsea amongst them I'm sure they will be Yeah, it's been it's been interesting this week, hasn't it? Actually, watching uh, you know as a kind of a third party observer, normally we're involved, and it, it, it's been quite odd watching it all going on without us. But I'm absolutely sure we'll be back uh, next uh, next season, of course. Anyway, before we get into the Premier League, because we've got Swansea coming up this weekend, uh, let's have a quick look back at uh, what happened against Wolves in the FA Cup. Um, I think at the end of the day, Kerry, um, if anything, it proved that we were really, you know... I mean, you, you say this all the time, and I, and, I, and I do get it. You know, if you've got better players than the opposition... Um, you know, ultimately you will usually win out. And and I think that was the case there, that really we were pretty much in control and the class told in the end, particularly with Pedro's goal, I yeah, think. Yeah, um, I always look at these uh, cup ties and, you know, people say good managers, bad managers and whatever. But I think in these cup competitions, the way it's gone, certainly in the modern times, is that managers obviously play what people will recall, will call as a weakened side. Um, I don't necessarily say that, but what what you do is they play some of the players who haven't had game time and they play some youngsters. And the art of management for me, and a, and a key part of it, is is getting it right in these games, um, moving the team around and still managing to get the result. Um, it's all very well um, 
teams underperforming, saying, well, he's made six changes. Uh, if you put it up as an excuse, it, it, it's down to you. You know, you made the changes. And Conte seems to be getting it absolutely right. Um, and I have to say, previously, the art, Jose Mourinho gets it right um, when he makes these changes and has done before. Um, there's lots of managers that go around and say, well, we made changes and we lost because we played too many kids. Well, if you treat the competition badly and you don't treat it right, you lose. Well, it's totally down to you and it's your fault and you ultimately pay the price if you're a manager because invariably um, going out to lesser sides could well lead to you departing the club that you're at. But uh, nevertheless, Chelsea are in it to win it and uh, Conte proves that and he's got the team selection absolutely right and the players didn't let him down and produced on the day. Yeah, I think I think it was interesting, wasn't it? Particularly, you know, he didn't really, I don't think, pick a weak side. I mean, he played Hazard and he played Costa up front. But uh, one thing I would say was I thought that the back three looked a bit shaky for the first half, certainly. But I mean, you know, considering they hadn't actually played together as a three, that, that comes as no surprise. What did surprise me, though, uh, and a bit like um, the week before against Burnley, actually, there were an awful lot of passes going astray, and, and it seemed to be a bit sloppy. And, and it kind of raised the question. I, I, you know, I thought about it at the weekend. And I said I must ask Kerry this when I speak to you this week. You know, why why does that happen? You know, the, these are very technically adept players, and 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 yet they were they were passing to people that weren't there or passing into touch. And I can't understand why that happens. Have you got well, any insight no, on that? So you can't understand why players uh, don't make a pass. But listen, as you go down the pyramid and you, you start to look at different styles of football and different ways of playing, not everyone passes accurately. There is a degree of skill um, in the game. And the reason the players apply in their trade in the Premier League and above, um, internationally I'm talking about, is, is because they're better at uh, these skills. They pass more accurately. They pass quicker. They control better. And uh, that's the reason you see misplaced passes. Of course, in my day, there used to be a case of balls along the ground and hitting bumps, um, conditions left, right and centre, mud, sticking in the mud, water <laughs> on the pitch and all these sort of stuff. But, you know, um, they're not really there these days. And uh, it's more down to the skill of the player um, to, to get the weight of pass correct. Obviously, there's another way of uh, looking at these things. I used to not mind a pass into the space. That seems to be a forgotten art these days, except perhaps uh, for the likes of Jamie Vardy and, and co, who can actually outrun a defender. Um, they put the ball in behind and it make it a race between the striker and, and the defender. Invariably, if you're quick, you, you'd win it. But uh, these days, everything does seem to be to feet. And that's the art that they practice, keep the ball and, keep, and pass the feet. So um, that, that tends to be what it is. I used to love the ball in behind, uh, ball into space, especially because you, you've got an ability uh, against your immediate opponent. Um, but I can't offer no insight as to why passes go astray other than the ability of the person passing the ball and the reason as to why it don't get there. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, you know, for me, the 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 ability of all of our players is, is absolutely apparent. So the only... You know, the only thing I can think of is, I mean, they are human. You know, we all make mistakes. Maybe the concentration wasn't 100%. And I think maybe there was a slight, I mean, you know, it was a slightly different side. So maybe there was less familiarity than usual. Frankly, Kerry, I think you're right. I don't think we will get to the bottom of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it didn't cost us. Um, The one thing I would say, I mean, Hazard, for for example, I mean, he was quite guilty of passing to, uh, you know, the opposition on many occasions. He seems to have had a bit of a dip in form recently. Are you you a little bit worried about that? I do agree with you, he's slightly gone off the ball, but I do believe that you don't 
see great games every week. You don't see great performances every week. You seem to, you need to be at a level where your performances don't uh, drop to dire. You know, where you have a little run of completely bad performances, because then you'd be out the side. Now, for top players, you could probably allow one poor performance. But not saying Hazard's been poor, but in times uh, gone by, and certainly last season, uh, you know, he would have been guilty, perhaps, of games passing him by. Um, you know, not getting in the game, and, and it's it's a uh, it's something that does get attributed to um, skillful players, players who are not. Uh, seen as up and down players tackling, working, running, but more seen to a better effect when they've got the ball at their feet and they're running, taking on defenders and such. Um, but other than that, if they're not doing that, they're not necessarily in the game. And, you know, it, the same would apply to a striker. Um, people used to say about me sometimes, you, you weren't in the game. But, you know, I relied on service and if the ball didn't come and you know, you didn't necessarily see me unless perhaps I was scoring goals. Um, but that's what I was there for. So, you know, Hazard can influence games. And I do believe, and I've always said, he's arguably our best player. Um, he's arguably, as you know, other people in contention for that. But um, it's all about, in tight games, he's the one that can unlock, unlock things, make things happen. But in other games, it, it possibly can pass him by. But... Uh, you know, it's up to him to maintain his level of consistency and make sure he stays in the game. But I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, he hasn't lost his ability. We saw that uh, on numerous occasions this season. And, you know, I do believe last season's problems uh, have been put behind him. And I'm sure he'll bounce back in some of the tight games perhaps we've got coming up. Let's hope so. I'm sure he will. He's, he's a quality player, as we all know. Um, talking of uh, dips in form and so on, we talked a little bit about Costa last week and, and what you thought about that. And I think, interestingly, a lot of people have uh, you know put two and two together and made five and suggested that uh, Conte picked Costa for this game, a game that he might well have rested him in, just to try and you know make sure he got back on the score sheet. And, of course, he did. Um, and I, I just wonder how important that will be both for Costa and for Chelsea going forward, you know, because, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that gets his goals in spurts, isn't he, really? Yes, it is. Um, we, we did discuss him at length last week and I said there's nothing to worry about, you know, goal drought or whatever. Um, hopefully it'll be a goal run. I did say that uh, strikers will get their goals yeah. and they, if they, you know, have that little bit of confidence, that extra bit of confidence, um, you, you know, you start scoring more and more goals. Uh, he's got his goal last week and you could actually tell by his expression on his face after he scored a goal, he said, there, to all the doubters, he didn't have to say it, his, his expression said everything. You know, scored his goal, looking to the crowd saying, doubt me? Well, don't bother, I'm, see, I'm still here and I can score. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. I wouldn't have any doubts. Yeah. Hopefully he does go on a run um, and hopefully he goes on to win the Golden Boot this season. Um, that's a, for a personal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's a personal thing for him, and of course. Yeah, I mean, he, he could. Sorry, go on. Yeah. No, no. No, I'm just saying it's, it's a personal thing for him, and of course, it's going to augur well for the team if uh, if our main striker continues to score goals. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he he, he kind of slipped back because he was leading the goal scoring uh, chart, as it were. And he had slipped back a bit. But, I mean, I, you know, again, he's a quality player and, you know, he's human. People will go in and out of form a little bit. 
won't get the rub of the green, which is what we were saying last week. But uh, great to have him back on the score, scoring sheet, that's for sure. Um, anyway, just to kind of wrap up on the cup, we've got United next at home. Um, would you say that was a good draw, Kerry? No, I wouldn't say it's a good draw. I think Arsenal have probably got the best draw. Um, <laughs> no disrespect, uh, but... but... But I think ever. it's a fantastic draw for us. Um, and from the point of view, if you're going to get a hard team, you might as well have them at home. Um, you know, I'm, I don't believe that yeah. any previous result, like uh, the result earlier on this season, uh, when we give them a right doing, um, will have any effect at all. I think United are a better side now. Uh, they've got more confidence. They're playing better. Um, I think Mourinho wants the cup. Um, he's got. He's already in one cup final. We'll know by then whether or not they've got one trophy in the cabinet or not and it's going to be a great game it's one for the, everyone to whet their appetite and look forward to um, I'm not going to sit here and say we've got better players I'm not going to sit here and say it's a foregone conclusion it's going to be one of them games it's going to be on the day and it's hopefully will be a classic and it hopefully be a classic with Chelsea coming out on top but uh, they've got good players as well and it could go either way Yeah, I mean, they're also on a... Well, at the moment, they're on a good run of form. I mean, you know, obviously, we're a few weeks away from the match yet, and that, that might change. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, is it a good draw? I was actually oddly quite pleased. In a sense, at the quarterfinal stage, I'd rather have a decent team because, you know, for me, kind of knowing Conte, I have a suspicion that he'll put out a full-strength team for that match rather than tinker a bit. You know, if it was if we were playing Lincoln, for example, I don't think he would have done... So I think he will pick a strong team. Um, also, Kerry, I, I, I have a suspicion that we might have a slight advantage because, I mean, you know, Mourinho's already been moaning about it all week, about the fact that the, the cup tie will be sandwiched in between uh, a home and, and, and an away Europa League leg. Uh, fingers crossed it will be somewhere like Russia for them. <laughs> um, so I do think that we possibly have a slight advantage, you know, and, and we're at home as well. So, I mean, it's going to be a cracking tie. There's no two ways about yeah, it. Yeah, I it? agree with everything you said, to yeah. hopefully Russia or further... Um, but nevertheless, uh, I wish it well. In, I wish well in Russia, but I'm just thinking about the, the trip and all the rest of it. Um, it's unfortunate, but that's what, one of the things that comes with being in Europe. You know, you can't have it always. Um, we do have an advantage in that respect, but nevertheless, um, it's still going to be all on the day, uh, as I've said before, um, yeah. and it could go either way. Although, if I'm putting a book up, Chelsea and quite rightly so would be slight favourites. Hmm. I just wonder. I mean, the other thing that occurred to me, of course, is that I wonder whether, you know, knowing, of course, you know, we, we, there are no replays from the quarterfinals onwards, so it has to be decided on the night. I'm just wondering whether Mourinho might park the bus and try and nick it with the odd girl. Well, listen, it's, it's end of the day. It's, it's, they can park the bus. He's moaned about teams parking the bus before. I, I, I don't think he can really do that. You know, he can flood the <laughs> team with defensive players. Uh, that doesn't always no. work, you know. Um, these game plans and strategies, all of a sudden you're making substitutions because your plan don't work because a ref's given a penalty or or a bat, someone slipped over and a ball's gone in the net. And Listen, you can plan everything in the world. On the day, it's about the players and it's about what you're doing and how you perform and that's what it's going to be on that day as well. Yeah, I think, you know, at the end of the day, mate, I think it's going to be, it'll be down to who wants it more. You know, I think when you get to a quarter-final of a cup, you know, it's going to be on the day. It's it's a cracker. I can't wait. I'm going to go and get my ticket this (laughs) afternoon. Anyway, away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match... And they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month. And you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Ginge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. We should move on to this weekend's entertainment, which, of course, is Swansea at Home. Um, and, I, you know, not not a team to be taken lightly again, I don't think. And, uh, I mean, interestingly, I, I only realised this uh, yesterday when I was kind of doing a bit of research on it, but uh, we haven't beaten Swansea in our last three matches against them. We've lost one and drawn two, which surprised me, actually. But uh, not to be taken lightly this no, one, is No, uh, I'd say not to be taken lightly. No game is. I mean, Chelsea's surge and continuation to challenge at the top of the Premier League um, uh, will be under scrutiny, but not for any other other reason than the expectancy of three points. Um, I have to say that, you know, no game taken lightly, but listen, Swansea at home, we were talking about Manchester United and it's going to be a cracker, slight advantage. Well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, we should beat Swansea comfortably and I'm talking by a couple of goals. Um, a warm welcome back, of course, to Paul Clement, uh, who served Chelsea very well for, for a number of mm, years. Um, it does look like he's turned them round a little bit. Um, you know, hopefully he'll do a fantastic job there. But you know, um, obviously not at the weekend. And you know, uh, I, I really do think that we'll be too strong for for them. Um, I do remember a game. I think it was a League Cup semi final. Probably Branner's worst ever game. Two mistakes cost us at home. Um, uh, uh, that probably yeah, yeah. I would say his worst ever game. Is, I'd say virtually his only bad game um, or his only game that stands out in, in terms of poor mm. performances there have been wonder, many a wonderful great performance by him and his standard was normally 8 out of 10 but you know this was a particularly poor game I remember against Swansea and I, I think they went on well they, it was definitely a cup fight, uh, cup semi-final I think and I don't know if they won it or not in the yeah. end or, or got beat but um, I remember us going out anyway No you're right it was 2013 we had the wonderful Benitez he says with tongue firmly in cheek uh, in charge and we lost 2-0 and uh, I believe they went on and beat Bradford in the final That's it. didn't they Yeah they did go on and win it so you know your, your history might be right recent history um, they've got a, a decent record and then things are always to be wary of 
You know, uh, it's something that does tend to repeat itself in football. Mm. I often think that there was a bit bogey sides and, you know, we played against them for whatever reason, even if we were better. We didn't seem to beat them. Norwich away was one. We always used to struggle a little bit there for whatever reason. Leeds away, you know, I think it was 50-odd years we didn't get, we didn't win there, albeit a lot of the time we weren't playing them. Um, but, you know, Johnny Bumstead, I think, got a goal when I was playing. But nevertheless, there are bogey sides. I'm not saying that Swansea are. Um, but recent history suggests that uh, no, it possibly no. could be that way. And uh, football does have a strange way of throwing up these situations. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, uh, exactly. And I mean, as you said, I mean, Paul Clements uh, did very well for us, didn't he, when he was Carlo's assistant. And uh, actually, another, another interesting bit of stat just to kind of prove uh, what a good job he's done and, and what kind of good form... Swansea in is that they've actually won 12 out of 18 points in 2017 uh, which is even better than us we've won 11 out of 18 so they are in a rich uh, vein of form um, one other thing actually because we talked about Costa a minute ago in form Costa scored seven goals in four games against Swansea including a hat-trick in 2014 and I mean you, you know you talked about bogey size and, I, and, and, and you know there's an inference in there Kerry I mean and I, I, you know there are teams that strikers always seem to do well against and love playing against. And it looks from the stats that, that Swansea is one for Costa. I mean, do you remember any teams that you had a, a you know, real love of playing against because you always scored well, against them? Well, of course, them? you know, you're, you're, you're absolutely right as well. Um, Tottenham was mine, one of the main ones, of course. Um, it's just like every at the time. It, it's one of the reasons we love you so much, <laughs> Every Kerry. striker seemed to score against Spurs. Um, every Chelsea striker, you know, uh, it really is a case of, you know... Um, it was put a shirt on Chelsea v Spurs them days, and, and Chelsea used to win. Um, and yeah, it, it was Spurs. But I, I fully agree yeah. with Costa. Um, he, he will have teams that he loves to play against. And ironically, again, football throws up these strange uh, stats time and time again. And listen, it wouldn't surprise me if he scores against them again. Mm. Yeah. Well, as I said, I think I think getting that goal. Uh, last weekend is actually quite important because hopefully he'll get him on a run again. And I mean, actually, if, if you know, if he if he thinks that about the game in the ridiculous detail that we all do, then he might well be aware of that. And he's probably licking his lips at the fact that he's got Swansea at home on Saturday, knowing he's done well against them. Um, I mean, kind of just broadening it out a bit. Actually, it's quite an interesting little weekend for us because, of course, uh, Arsenal aren't playing because their match has been because they were going to be playing Southampton, and of course, it's, it's the uh, League Cup final on Sunday. United was supposed to be playing City, so that's not happening. So there's three of our rivals that won't be playing. Uh, I think the only two that are, are Spurs are playing Stoke at home and Liverpool have got Leicester away, so I'm presuming that they'll both win those. But, I mean, either way, you know, we could be uh, we, we could widen the gap on some of our other rivals yeah, for sure. we, uh, if we win this on Saturday, which I think we both expect Yeah, for sure, do. Dave. I've said time and time again that, you know, uh, football is, is about keeping your own house in order. And, you know, Chelsea have got it... Um, in the bag at the moment, and it's theirs to lose. They've just got to keep winning their games. No slip-ups at home, certainly against the likes of Swansea or anyone else. No disrespect to Swansea. Keep focused, keep doing what you're doing, and the pressure's all on the other teams. It's all very well them having games in hand. I mean, it's hardly a game in hand, um, City versus United. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's points dropped either way. So, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, Chelsea just keep going on doing what they're doing, and whether it's spectacular or not, grind out the win or, or have a flamboyant win, whichever way it's going to work, you know, but make sure the three points uh, are added to the total come Saturday night. 
And, and I think that's that's exactly the point, isn't it, at the moment, Kerry? And I, I, we're now reaching that point of the season uh, where, you know, the number of games that we have left and everybody else has left to catch us up are all winding down. So every time we win, it puts more pressure on them because, you know, the chances of them catching up will, will, will be harder and harder. But, you know, as you say, we still have to keep winning those games. Um, but of course, I think the other thing, and that, that that reminded me of it actually, the fact that you know United City will be postponed. You know, the, all of our rivals have got to play each other, and and they're going to drop yes, points. So you know, we keep winning, we keep putting the pressure on. It's looking good for us. Yes, isn't they it? are. I mean, you think about the games we've got. I think United away is our second last game, or if I memory serves me correctly. And um, I I think yeah. the majority of the rest of them we. We've played them all. I don't think there's uh, many uh, many games for us to play. I think City at, C- no, got, City at, home, City yeah, at home, I think, is the other one that springs yeah. to mind. But yeah. and I think that could be the final nail in City's tooth uh, in City's coffin. Were we to win that game, um, you know, because that would ultimately, I think, put them out. Because I do believe that they will be our nearest pursuers come the end of the day. Uh, I know there's a resurgent Manchester United and you know, Tottenham Arsenal still got their supporters. Tottenham have been great this year and uh, they played well against us obviously but uh, mm. I actually think if you look at the nearest pursuers I think Manchester City will be the ones that ultimately will give us a sternest test but you know we can uh, finally put them to, to rest when the home game comes along so I think that would be the one where many Chelsea fans will finally decide that and indeed many other people if they haven't already that uh, the Premier League could well be Chelsea's if we were, if we were to win that game mm. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that entirely. I mean, you know, if we do win on Saturday, we'll be 11 points ahead of City, you know, and that's with only, you know, what will be then 12 games to go, including one against them. It, it really makes it tight for them. So uh, fingers crossed. I think it's about time we, uh, we we talked about a prediction. I mean, you seem to be oozing about as much confidence as you normally did in front of goal, mate, about us beating Swansea. So I'll let you no, go. No, listen, I'm thinking uh, 3-0. Um, I'm think, I, I thought by a couple of goals, you know, I normally say, I used to say, and I normally do, Three one two one, but I think three nil. I think an early goal, and I, I can see them um, not necessarily collapsing, but you know, because they are a team that will fight. They'll bring fans who will be loud and fervent. But listen, I I, I, I can't see anything other than a Chelsea win, and I can't see anything other than a comprehensive win. Three nil for me. That's wonderfully confident. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be slightly more cautious. I'm gonna say two nil. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick a, I'm gonna nail on for a Costa goal. Absolutely convinced he's gonna score. In fact, I might put some money on it. I'm that confident. But two uh, nil for me. Um, so there we go. So we're both very confident of a win. Excellent. Final point before we go, Kerry. It's uh, also another thing that occurred to me. If, if Chesk Fabregas gets on the pitch, which of course is a moot point because I suspect that uh, Conte will be straight back with uh, the Kante twins, as they're now called, and Matic. Um, but if, if Chess does get on, uh, that'll be 300 Premier League appearances for him. He'll be the first Spanish player to make 300 uh, Premier League appearances. That's quite some achievement, well, isn't it? Well, any achievement. See, uh, I, I, every time anyone speaks to me about Premier League stats, it, um, I, it doesn't uh, rest easy with me because effectively, as I've said many a time before, you've ruled out the stats of every other player that's ever graced the game. Um, the Premier League is yeah. an invention, a modern-day invention, Absolutely. and they invented new stats for the Premier League. Well, Will it still be called the Premier League when someone else takes over? Um, or have they got a name change? Or is it going to be another set of stats? Or what happens in the future? Um, yeah, Fabregas, great. 300 games in the Premier in what's now the top flight. 
Um, that's effectively erased the point, erased the games of every other player that's played 400, 500, 600 and so on in various games at the top. Um, well done, Cesc, but I, I'm not going to go overboard about it. I think I think you and I uh, on this conversation will be definitely showing our age because I tell you what, mate, it really irks me that uh, all football seems to have been airbrushed out of history since the creation of the Premier League, and you know I think it's a it's a very uh, well I don't know it's a very petty marketing ploy for want of a better word, uh, and quite right, you know uh, some of us grew up and watched football before 1992, so uh, I, I'm with you there. But yeah, I mean I'd echo that. Um, I mean I'd be interesting actually. I would imagine. That's probably the way to put it, as you did, actually. We should look at it as the top flight, not the Premier League. Um, but I would imagine uh, that, that Chess would still be the, uh, the, the, you know, the biggest appearance maker in the top flight, let alone the Premier League. So well done to him. And uh, as always, well done to you, mate. As always, I enjoyed that. And I'm looking forward to the game on Saturday. You yes, I'll be there uh, the weekend. I'm looking forward to it myself. And uh, um, hopefully another three points, as we said. Excellent. Well, I look forward to celebrating that. I've got a supporters' trust meeting after the game, so I shall be paddling a little bit lighter than I normally do, but I will be enjoying it nevertheless. And uh, yeah, exactly. And I'll, uh, I'll I'll speak to you next week, mate. As always, looking forward to that already. Uh, enjoy the game, and I'll speak to you next week, mate. Thanks a lot. As Cheers, always. Dave. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.